podcast land. Let us have a word of prayer before we get started. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for another day. We thank you for your love that you have extended unto us. And we thank you for your word, which helps us. So Father God, let the word go out to the masses to do exactly what it's designed to do. And that is to change our hearts and to help us to become better people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Welcome to the Healing for Your Mind podcast, and I am your host, Evangelist Robin Roundtree, and today we're going to be talking about the mind, the mind, people. The mind is a very, very important part of our entire makeup, so we're going to talk about what the mind is, we're going to talk a little bit about trauma, and then we're going to look at some scriptures and see what the Lord, our Savior, has to say about the mind. So when you look at the mind, it's inside of our brain. It's our consciousness. The brain is made up of physical matter. It can be touched, felt. It has feeling. You can pick it up. But our minds can't be picked up because of the fact that it is consciousness. So it's located inside of our brain. And it's the part of our brain where our thoughts and our feelings and perceptions come from and and unfortunately in some cases many people have been traumatized in their mind their thoughts become different the way that they do things become different because of the trauma that took place in their mind so let's look at a definition of the mind and then we'll go into some other stuff so The definition of the mind is defined as this. It's the element of a person that enables them to be aware of the world and their experiences, to think and to feel the faculty of consciousness consciousness and thought. Consciousness. It has everything to do with thought. So it's very, very important that we keep our minds cleansed. It's important that we think on good things. It's important that if our minds have been traumatized, that we get the proper help so that we will not make bad decisions and bad choices. Because this is our mind that we're talking about. I'm not talking about the brain or brain damage. I'm speaking of trauma in the mind, in our conscious state. And when our mind has been traumatized, it has to be healed in order for us to be able to move forward with life. And this is the thing about trauma. Trauma can affect anyone. It's not discriminative. It can happen to anybody at any time of life. Unfortunately, some people have been traumatized at very early ages in life. 
and it's caused them to make poor decisions because they didn't get the help that they needed. So once we begin to look at scriptures, we're going to see how we can get the help. So mind trauma, mind trauma. Let's look at mind trauma and what it is. It's when you go through something very stressful, frightening, or distressing. It's an event that took place that it had something to do with twisting your consciousness from its normal state. And it makes, it turns it into a state and a consciousness that's not healthy. And when you look at trauma in the mind, it's very emotional. So when a person has been traumatized, their emotions are all over the place. Their their psyche is not as healthy as it should be. But our Lord wants our minds to be healthy. He wants our minds to think positively. He wants our minds to heal. Most importantly, he doesn't want us to walk around in a state of mind that causes us to make unhealthy choices and do unhealthy things. Now, trauma can happen to anybody, young, old, male, female, doesn't matter what your culture is, where you came from. You can be minding your business and see something traumatic take place and it just stays there in your consciousness. Somebody could have done something when you were a child and it stays in your consciousness and you never forget about it. Our minds are so powerful and important that somebody can even say something that traumatizes your mind and your thoughts. It can twist your mind to think differently from the way that the Lord really wants it to think. That's trauma. Now, when you look at there's different types of trauma. Some people have been violated as children. Some people have been abused physically, which causes trauma. Some people may have seen family members or someone in the household being domestically abused. Trauma. Somebody can even see someone traumatizing their own self, drinking, smoking, using drugs, and then becoming very belligerent, name-calling, becoming violent. All of those are acts of trauma. And emotional trauma goes so deep. Someone, When someone tells someone something negative, it's about themselves. It stays in their mind. For instance, you have some parents that are so stressed out with raising their children. They'll get mad at the children and call them names or tell them, you're going to grow up and be just like your dad or you're going to grow up and be just like your mother. These things are traumatizing and they're traumatizing to the mind and to the thought process because say, for example, if you're telling a child or even an adult that they're just like their dad or their mom and say they have a negative perception already 
in their mind concerning that person, that's going to stick with them. Say that the dad was an alcoholic. Say that he used to beat on the mom. Or he worked but never took care of the family. That's traumatizing. And emotionally, when someone tells you you're going to be like that person, that sticks with you. So we have to be careful what we say to our children and to one another. Even as adults, you know, we have to be careful what we say to other people because it can traumatize their psyche. People call people names. They tell them, you're fat. Or you look just like so-and-so. Or you don't stand up tall enough. Or you're too short. Or you're this or you're that. or you're Even people telling people, oh, you're pretty for a dark-skinned person. What is that supposed to mean? Why can't you just be a pretty person? See, this is what the world does. This is how the world operates. This is the mindset that the world operates in. And many times people are saying negative things to other people. You know why? Because they're hurting. So their minds haven't been healed. So you know what happens? They come into a setting with other people and they want to lash out. And this lashing out sometimes isn't done purposely but it's there in their emotional psyche and they, it just comes out because they haven't gotten the help that they needed for themselves so then they come into a setting and they begin to hurt other people being abusive with words and then you have the passive aggressive people that they'll say little slick things subliminally mm-hmm trauma so it's important for us to know how to heal our minds from all this stuff because it's bad enough we deal with things at work we're going through things with different personality types at work and then when we go out in the world we go shopping we go places and we go to church especially that we're gonna that's a whole nother subject we're gonna talk about trauma in the church we got to stop it because it's messing people up. It's causing people to become more unspiritual than it is spiritual. However, back to the subject, it's important for our minds to heal. To heal to a point where it's back to its original state where God wanted it to be. Our Heavenly Father. It's never his will that we walk around thinking negatively, having suicidal thoughts, having to pump drugs in our system or alcohol or substances of any sort just to deal with reality. Reality is not going anywhere. The world is just what it is. But God's word is set here in this earth to help us to deal with all the worldly things that come our way. Even the trauma. Yes, even the trauma. We have to trust and believe in the Lord. We have to know that if we do exactly what he tells us to do, 
that healing will take place. He said that whatever you ask in my name, it shall be done. If you believe, you got to believe it in your consciousness. You got to believe it in your psyche that he will do it. Yes, our Heavenly Father is a loving and kind Father. He doesn't want us walking around with emotions spilling all over the place. No, he wants us to walk around healthy, knowing that he is our Lord and that he is our Savior and that he is in charge and that no matter what trials and tests come, that he shall bring us through. You know, when you start looking at biblical characters, a lot of them went through some mental trauma. Look at David. King David went through mental trauma when Saul, King Saul, became jealous of him. All because David slew Goliath. And the women in the community began singing a song which stated, Saul has killed his thousands, but David has killed his tens of thousands. And that drew up an anger and a jealousy and a fever inside of King Saul and caused him to want to bring David to his death jealousy and David had no hurt harm or anything in his heart towards King Saul he never wanted to do him any harm when you look at Sam the story of Samson and Delilah trauma he went through trauma he loved her but he told the secret and when he let her know the secret she brought him down to be killed. Trauma. They even plucked his eyes out and made a public spectacle of him. Trauma. So we have to understand that healing for the mind is of great importance. We cannot continue to walk around in a state of mind that is detrimental to our soul. We want our souls to be in right standing with Christ. And we'll take a break right now. So bad I thought it would die. But ain't no power stronger than the one that came and laid down his life. And I got mountains to climb. But the enemy can't stop me Cause there's a calling on my life So when I'm crying, don't last too long Cause he gon' step in and make it alright Only do it, you said you would Fight your battles for you They gon' wonder how you sleep at night Only do it, I yes you will Anybody tell you something different You know that's a lie You gon' look back and be so I was just enjoying this for just a second. I couldn't help it. The song, Won't He Do It? Yes, he will. He will heal our minds, people. All we have to do is give it to him. So, okay, now we're going to talk about some barriers. We're going to talk about overcoming the barriers of trauma. Um, for example, um, when we're trying to overcome barriers, um, we don't need people 
to remind us of the trauma continuously. We don't need someone constantly telling us what they think we did wrong or how they think that we should get over it. Everybody's healing process is different. My healing process is not going to be your healing process. We all deal with things differently. So we have to be able to overcome these barriers, but we need the help of our family members and community and our church members to overcome these barriers by preaching love, Jesus' love, and, and how important our minds are to him. So people, whatever you do, don't badger somebody. Don't get upset with them if they don't seem to be able to get over it right away. Everybody heals differently. Always remember that. Some people will say, well, it shouldn't take that long. Who are you or I to say how long it should take someone to heal? When I was traumatized, I had to go through it in my own way. And I had to let the Lord deal with me in his way in order to overcome the trauma. We'll discuss some of my traumas later on in this um, season, but for right now, I just want to give more of an overview of some things. Um, family members, come together and pray for your family. If you know someone's gone through something or they've seen something, you know, divorces can be traumatizing. People get real mean and nasty and ugly and things when it comes to things like a divorce, it tears families apart, children's hearts and all that. So if somebody in your family is going through a divorce, pray for them. If somebody in your family has been violated, pray for them. Prayer is one of the best tools in overcoming trauma. I know this to be true because that's what I had to do. There was many times I had to go into my secret closet and just pray and talk to the Lord. If I had to cry, so be it. I didn't care if anyone thought I was a crybaby. I didn't even care what anyone thought. I was trying to get to God so that I could not feel the way that I felt and my mind wouldn't think the thoughts that I was thinking. But you have to pray for people. You got to meet people where they are located at the time. None of us are alike. We all have our own individuality. And that's what has to be understood. So now let's look at some scriptures on the mind and thoughts. When you look at Isaiah 26 and 3, what does Isaiah 26 and 3 record? It says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. So people, if you need healing in your mind, if you've been traumatized, the first thing you have to begin to do is trust in the Lord to bring you through and trust in him to heal you. He will divinely connect you with all the right people and send you to the right places just so that you can get your healing. He put professional people here to help us as well as his spiritual help. So it's good to be connected to 
a good church. And it's also good to be connected to a professional that can help you with your thoughts and the things that go through your mind when you've been traumatized. And something I want to say is that when people come into the church, we cannot scrutinize them. We must, we must, we must treat them as Jesus would. We have to love on them because the church is a hospital. It's there for people to come in and get healed in all sorts of ways. So lay members, leaders, community leaders, family members, as the person that's been traumatized is trusting in the Lord. It's expected that we trust in God as well to help us be righteous in their eyes and in God's eyes and to love these people so that they can get the healing that they need. So let's look at Romans 12 and 2, which records, do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by what? By the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God is, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Don't be conformed to the world. The world says things that don't line up with the Lord. The world will tell you, let's just say someone traumatized someone by hitting them physically, becoming violent. The world says that you strike back, but the Lord says you turn the other cheek. And he also says, pray for your enemies. By doing so, it's like pouring hot coals over their head. So we can't be conformed unto the world. We got to let the renewal of our mind take place by the touch of the Lord. We got to let the Holy Spirit saturate us. So that we won't even have a desire in our thought process or our hearts to lash back out at someone. We gotta love them. He didn't say you had to go in their presence. He didn't say that you had to become so chummy chummy with them. But he said you gotta love. And he's given us instruction in Romans 12 and 2. Do not be conformed unto the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Change your mindset. Your mindset must be changed in order for it to heal. You know, I often think back, I'm always talking about what a good time I had in the 80s. The 80s was my time. Oh, 82 to 87, 88. Oh boy, you couldn't tell me nothing. I was a teenager. I was living my life. But I can't operate in 2023 with the same mindset that I had back in the 80s. Number one, I was much younger and didn't know half of what I know now. And then number two, it's a whole nother era. It would look foolish, wouldn't it? So don't be conformed unto this world. Be transformed. Now, I'm not going to lie. I do like the roller skates, though. And I do like to ice skate 
and I still like Double Dutch and certain songs are still nice to me and all that, but I cannot let it consume me to a point where I'm stuck. And that's pretty much what Romans 12 and 2 say. Don't be stuck. I see a lot of people that are stuck. They're stuck in whatever time frame they was traumatized in. Believe it or not, this is how it happens. Then we have Philippians 4 and 8. Philippians 4 and 8 teaches what? It says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep our minds on good things. You know, I wake up every morning and I thank the Lord for giving me another day because he didn't have to do it. So that's how I start my mind set with thanking the Lord for waking me up. But, you know, Ephesians 6 and 11 also gives us a tool to help guard our minds. It says to put on your helmet of salvation. Yes, that covers your mind, your brain. When you put something on your head, it covers it. So you got to look at it as a covering. You got to cover our thoughts with the helmet of salvation. It also tells us to put on our breastplate of righteousness. It also tells us to gird our loins with truth and to shod our feet with the good news of the gospel of peace. And it also tells us to hold up our shield of faith and use the sword of the spirit. And this is our armor to make it through the day. See, and it all starts with the mind. We've got to have a mind of salvation. You know, you got to think about not just yourself and thanking God for your life, but we got to think about those out there that don't know him. And we got to teach them how to put on a helmet of salvation so that they can reach heaven as well. Yes. You know, sometimes people's minds are so far gone and it's so out there that their soul is lost with it. And that's why we have shows like this, Healing for the Mind, or things that are based around healing. Because when we get the healing, the healing touch, the comfort of the Holy Spirit just saturating us, then we know and we begin to see things differently. It's like scales come off of your eyes because your mind has been renewed. So we have to make sure that we do exactly what scripture says. And in this particular scripture, it says, whatever is true. So think about truthfulness and make sure we're not telling lies to ourselves and anyone else. And what is honorable, honor the Lord. Whatever is just, be just in your decision-making. Whatever is pure. When you think of pureness, you think of, I think of Christ. He did no harm to anybody. Let's follow that. Whatever is lovely. When I think of lovely, I think of a person with a lovely uh, smile, a, a, a lovely attitude, 
a lovely, sweet-smelling fragrance. I love perfume. So I think of loveliness. Excellent things. We have to think of this stuff. Anything, it says, anything worthy of praise, which will be our Father in heaven, because he offers healing to us through these scriptures. It says what? Think about these things. Think about it. People, it's time to get healing for our minds so that we can become the best version of us as Christ has deemed. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for watching Healing for Your Mind.